Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, it is college football Saturday. Are you watching college football? Are you enjoying your Saturday? What are you doing right now? I am not. Well, I'm actually, I'm out and about. I'm working in my yard. I'm getting my garden together. I love this. You, that's what I'm doing. I'm you have your Matt Stafford together. shirt on for, for the people I at home. Stafford, I have my Stafford <laughs> shirt on. You know, it's the Lions shirt, but it's a Stafford shirt. Yeah, well, I'm Stafford gonna, followed you to L.A. I think that Stafford you know, did follow me. I'm that was nice. him to have an MVP season this year. Me too. And I am following a little football. My Iowa Hawkeyes are playing right now. I'm not sure who they're playing. I got to turn that on after uh, we get done here. But just kind of hanging out, working in my garden, doing a little Saturday stuff. And uh, it's, it's good, you know. It's, uh, it's, not, it's, it's not getting colder in the air out here in L.A., but it is getting, it was a little chillier. It was around 75 this morning when I got up. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. We also saw our guy, Gus Johnson. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. He was calling the uh, the big Penn State-Wisconsin game today. He was going crazy. Uh, it was a 0-0 game at halftime, but somehow Gus Johnson was making it riveting. There were like incomplete passes, BJ, that he, were ma- he was making sound great as always. And uh, he finally got to jump around. They played House of Pain's jump around, and Gus couldn't help but jump around you know it, it was great energy for a saturday morning say we have to get gus in the nba yes agree energy and passion for the game of basketball he's incredible first of all you know doing the game the play by play play by play but we have to get him on basketball yeah we he, he, he's he, too uh, good he's not a, to be calling basketball games absolutely we have to somehow get him in and we have to get him calling the games on tnt or espn Please get this man in the NBA. The game of basketball needs it. There's no doubt about that. And it was great uh, to see him on primetime again. Great to see, you know, the fans back out there at that football game. Penn State won that game, which was uh, an upset. You know, 19 seed beats the the 12 seed there uh, in Wisconsin. But let's talk about the top seeds in basketball, BJ, because they continue to stay in the news. Every single time we talk to each other, we are waiting for another team to, to drum up. Maybe maybe Giannis, because he's featured on, <laughs> on uh, you know, Drake's new album, or Kawhi Leonard, who was in Drake's new music video. But other than that, we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, here we go again. DeAndre Jordan gets traded to Troy Weaver's Pistons. He then gets bought out, and now he is reportedly going to sign with the Lakers. The Brooklyn Nets have brought back LaMarcus Aldridge, who also last year was going to retire from the game, but now he's back and a play for this team. Um, and, and BJ, can we just talk about these two teams? First, we'll start with DeAndre Jordan. What does this do for the Lakers? And when when will this be over? It seems like both these teams are going to continue adding more and more pieces to their arsenal. Well, for the casual fan and a casual observer of the game, let's make this clear. The L.A. Lakers are all in. They are all in. And it seems every week they add a different player. They added Rondo last week, DeAndre Jordan this week, Russell Westbrook the week before that, Carmelo Anthony, I mean, it just goes on and on. So it appears Kit Bazemore. I mean, every there, there's a new guy every single week. Malik yeah, Monk. It, yeah, it, yeah, Malik Monk. It appears to be that the buyout, if it hasn't happened, that it's going to happen with Marcus O. And that's how they're going to get DeAndre Jordan. Now, you know, I think this is going to be interesting because they have Dwight Howard, who they just signed in free agency. DeAndre Jordan. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Rajon Wando, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony. Okay. 
This team is stacked. It's stacked now. Kendrick Nunn, you know, Malik Monk, as you mentioned. Okay, now what what else they're going to do, right? They what else they're going to do now? Now maybe, you know, maybe a JJ Redick signs late or something like that. And then it's time to play basketball. And then on the other coast, Brooklyn seems to be doing the same thing. Yeah, J.J. Reddick's also a guy who could sign in Brooklyn as well. Both those teams will be fighting over him. Yes, and you can see that all of these teams are, you know, they're ready to go. And now it's time to play. I'm excited. As you know, I'm really excited. DeAndre Jordan, uh, that's, that's a good pickup. That's a really nice pickup. I'm not sure how much of a duplication it is with with Dwight Howard being there, but I like the I like the bigs. You know, I'm 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 huge with the bigs. So the bigs are are, are you know valued, and you know they're going to need guys like that if they're going to make a, you know they're going to make a playoff push. And we've talked about when they have to play championship level basketball. Anthony Davis, AD can slide over to the five and play the five. So in reality, they're three deep at the five spot. When you got AD, you got Dwight Howard behind him, and then you got DeAndre Jordan as sort of an insurance policy, you know, for this team. If you need a serviceable big, a guy who's been in big moments, a guy who understands championship level basketball, it, it makes sense and it checks out. I, I think the best thing that I learned this offseason, uh, you know, through our conversations, when you were talking about building a roster, uh, you, you just said it. You never want to duplicate what you already have. Um, you like to have, you know, a campaign backing up a Chris Paul because those are two different looks. That's hard to deal with. So it, it is fascinating with this Lakers team because there is a lot of individual talent that is, uh, quote unquote, a uh, tough matchup. But how do they all fit it together? How do they all piece it together? And I think that's just going to be the conversation the entire year because the regular season will be different than when we get to the playoffs, too. Yeah, well, at the center position, they literally have a 3D position. Okay, Dwight, Davis, and DeAndre. You get it? 3D? Yeah, I like that. that. 3D. (laughs) Did you get it? Dennis Scott's got to like that. (laughs) And they're deep. But they're going to need this depth. I mean, the Lakers, because of their age, they're going to need this depth to get them through the regular season. Make no doubt about it. But I'm starting to like how this team is taking shape. And I'm really starting to like the fact that they can slow the game down. They have big enough bodies now to play and control the game, especially in the paint. They have Rondo who can anchor the second unit, which I think is key. And then LeBron and Russell, and now you can figure all this out. You know, the one thing I think is going to be interesting to see is how they're going to utilize Russell off the ball. Is that going to be more time with Rondo, or does that mean LeBron's going to have the ball more? But I think that's going to be key. And then how are you going to integrate Kendrick Nunn? Because Kendrick Nunn can play. Okay, Malik Monk can play. And so, I, I, you know, Car- Carmelo is going to command minutes. He's going to have to play. So it's going to be interesting to see the combinations. But I'm beginning to like how this team is taking shape, taking form, and to see, again, I would not want to be Coach Vogel right now because I think that's going to be very, very difficult, especially in the beginning, is to really find the combination. And the only thing that's really going to make this a smooth transition is winning. 
So it could be some rock, rough starts in there, but overall, I, I like the the roster the roster construction and, and what they're doing there as far as building a team out that compete for the for the championship. I think it's I think they've done a good job. Yeah, I do not envy Frank Vogel's position. I think Frank Vogel has a lot of a lot of things to figure out, a lot of egos to manage, uh, and that's a, there's an art form to that. Uh, he's obviously won a championship with you know the the two you know core members of this group when you talk about LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So he he has done it before. He has played championship level basketball. He's gotten this team to that upper echelon. But it'll be I, I, they need a soap opera, BJ. I feel like they need like a, a camera to follow them around. You know, like Facebook TV, one of these one of these networks to follow the Lakers around. We need like a hard knocks version because. I, w- I want to see these personalities mesh and then, like you said, figure out those combinations. You know, who's going to have to sacrifice? Who's going to, you know, be, you know, this specific role for this team? But we, we got young guys that could buy in, like a Malik Monk or a Kendrick Nunn. And you got, you know, potentially someone with Russell Westbrook that, that could play MB- MVP-level basketball for your team, you know, outside of LeBron and Anthony Davis. So you have made the, some major upgrades on this roster. And... But like we, we've seen before, they signed the sixth man of the year in Montrezl Harrell, and that did not work out well. So it, it has to work. The fit has to work. and We're, we're going to see what it looks like. Yeah, it, it is. And again, I, I think it works because they have rim protection. Right? I mean, everyone's going to talk about offensively who's scoring points. But defensively, Dwight Howard, DeAndre Jordan can anchor the middle. And of course, Anthony Davis is an incredible shot blocker as well. Probably he may be the best out of all three of them. Anthony Davis has the flexibility to play with those guys or hold down the center spot for whatever's needed. Now LeBron can go to the three, the four, the one, whatever LeBron, and then you sprinkle in the pieces. Now, the thing is, is that, you know, clearly the depth of this team and how they're going to play, especially at that one position, because you got Kendrick Nunn, who is a starter in the NBA, Rondo, who has been a starter in the NBA. Russell Westbrook has been a starter in the NBA. There's only so many minutes. Okay. And and if I had to say who's going to probably play the majority of those minutes, it's going to be Russell and then Rondo. And then Rondo will probably split minutes somewhere in there because you got to get him 20, 24 minutes as well every single night with his veteran leadership and what he does because he's basically a six starter without question. And um, so we'll, we'll see how it plays out. And I think they're going to need one of those players, Malik Monk or one of those players, to really step up and play well on the defensive end and understand how to be an all-star role player. And whoever that player is, I think that's probably going to be the key to the team. They're going to need one of those young guys to really step up because we kept waiting on Kyle Kuzma to be that guy. We kept waiting – at, you know, whether it was Lonzo Ball or we were waiting for, you know, Brandon Ingram to really step up and be that star role player. And it never seemed to work with those guys. And all three of those guys in their own right have really developed. You know, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma showed flashes. And then Brandon Ingram became an all-star. Julius Randle was another young player that was in the Lakers, uh, with the Lakers franchise prior to him really stepping up and having a breakout season last year. So... Hopefully one of those guys for the Lakers will step up. I know that's what Laker Nation is waiting on, but we'll see how it works out because, you know, it's 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 a lot of work. This is going to require this will this will require Frank Vogel's best coaching effort, in my opinion, if this is going to work. Because they're going to need him 
to really be a mastermind of this team and really manage this team, the personalities, the egos, but more importantly, they got to get the results that they're looking for. Yeah, you, you got to manage a lot of minutes. And then, like you said, you hope that that management of minutes leads to W's. And if you get wins, none of it really matters and everyone's happy. But if you don't, then yes. then everyone's clamoring for I need to get more minutes because, I, you know, X, Y and Z. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be fascinating to watch. Quick break to get a word from our sponsor. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. And you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV all together. It's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So you get rid of the clutter and the confusion and you get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. LaMarcus well, Aldridge is coming back. That is great news. Uh, it's always good to you know hear about someone yeah, being shout able. Out to, shout yeah. out to LA. Shout out to him. That he was cleared medically. You always want to retire, you know, being an ex-athlete, you always want to retire on your own terms. So I think for him and his, you know, just mentally, I think that's a that's a huge step for him. But, you know, this was great. He was playing really good basketball, I thought, for them prior to him retiring last year. And let's hope that he can play a full season and whatever medical injuries or medical things that he had going on last year that he's fully recovered and he's back to playing basketball because I think that's a good fit for him. And if you look at Brooklyn, you know, at that five spot, I mean, you know, you, you look at the Brooklyn versus the Lakers, it is AD basically is KD because KD can slide over to that five spot. He's done that before. And then you got Blake Griffin, who has shown that he can play that five spot for them. And then you got LaMarcus Aldridge, who can play that five spot. So they are also, you know, in a three deep spot there when we talk about championship level basketball. So that checks the box. That's a nice addition for this team. Um, it, but in general, it does feel like Brooklyn and, and the Lakers aren't done. When you mentioned J.J. Redick, I, I think we have more signings to come. And I think, you know, throughout the season, the regular season, if the wins aren't coming at the rate that they expect, they're going to probably make more moves um, as we get closer to the trade deadline. So they're going to be very active teams because they are fully in. They're, they're All their chips are in to win now. Yeah, they are. I, I, w- I would love for Brooklyn to get a shot blocker because that's, but you, you have to have rim protection at some point, especially in the playoffs. You have to have, and the reason you have to have it is because there has to be someone, there has to be someone, an athlete that's capable of making a play above the rim. I, I think it's almost impossible, right? You know, we can talk about, you got great defensive schemes, Giannis made a defensive play in the finals last year that may have been the play of the finals. Maybe that was the one play that turned. I mean, he made an incredible, incredible block. So you have to have rim protection. I think Brooklyn is putting together, I think they required Paul Millsap as well. They have now LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, Kevin Durant. They have... James Harden, Kyrie Irving, I would love for them to get a shot blocker. Just one player 
whose primary role is to block shots and meet people above the rim because you need that. Someone has to, you know, that's not what LaMarcus does now. That's not what Blake Griffin does now, right? Those guys used to be high flyers, but now they are what we call, they are, you know, ground athletes (laughs) at this stage of their career. But you need that. So I would love for them to get maybe a shot blocker. You never can have enough shooting, a J.J. Redick or someone like that, a veteran who understands his role that can come in and fill and create space for him. But I like what these teams are doing, and it's exciting for the fans. And clearly here we are early September, and we're talking about Brooklyn and L.A. as the front runners, as they should. I mean, it's a lot of star players that's uh, on those rosters when you look. So it won't be short of uh, stars. It won't be short of hype. The bright lights, the coverage, and Tate uh, pushing through will be there for that. We're all about that type of action. Yeah, we can we can talk about the big markets. Obviously, we're living out in L.A. Uh, you know, we got we got people in New York City. We got to go to New York City once it opens back up to watch the Knicks. I got to see the Knicks with Derek. That's uh, that that they just have the Knicks tips. are gonna have something to say about this. You know, this is the Knicks in their own right. They're in. Yeah, of course. The Knicks are going for 50 wins. I mean, and as much as we're talking about these two teams, and I think the narrative is going to be about Brooklyn and L.A. for the rest of, you know, like you said, as we lead into the hype of the season, number 34 is out there. You know, Giannis Antetokounmpo is still there. And Giannis Antetokounmpo and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are going to have something to say about either one of these teams at some level. And you look at the Phoenix Suns. I like the Phoenix Suns. I like what they did adding JaVale McGee to back up DeAndre Ayton. I mean, I... It's not gonna hey. be. It's not gonna be a two man race. I don't think. Giannis, ladies and gentlemen, will have something to say about this. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. Yes. Giannis will have something to say about this. Make no doubt about it. These two teams that we've just got just got done discussing: the Lakers and Brooklyn. Giannis, perhaps perhaps is the best player on the court every time he steps out on the court this year. Giannis will have a say-so and can play however the Lakers want to play and however Brooklyn wants to play. So let's make that clear. Phoenix, they've, uh, they have addressed their ability to have shot blocking at the rim with JaVale McGee. They've addressed that, especially with their backup unit. DeAndre Ayton looks like last year he's ready to have a breakout season. He looked like he's ready to do 20 and 10 consistently for 82 games. The Phoenix Suns got a little taste of success. They got to the finals, even won a couple games. And now they're ready. Tate, it's time for you to take a little break. Get ready for the NBA season. Put your seatbelt on because this is going to be, I think, one of the best seasons we've seen in a long time. Just because I think these teams are going to have to play more traditional basketball in the regular season than we've seen in the last 10 to 15 years which for the pure basketball fans, I think will be a treat because the pace and space game is not going to work. 
clearly the Lakers will not be playing pace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's clear. I don't think the Phoenix Suns will be trying to play pace with Chris Paul. I don't think Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving will be trying to outrun the opponents. I think teams will settle in this year. The Lakers and Tom Thibodeau are not going to suddenly just be going up and down. I think these teams, the Atlanta Hawks, we can't forget about them. How about this, Tate? The MVP of the league last year, Jokic. I don't know if he could beat you and I in a race right now. Well, he, he, I know he probably could beat me, but I don't think he could beat you. He, I, he, I, he would beat me. I'm going to give him credit. I'm going to say he's going to yeah. beat me. <laughs> Utah Jazz, they had the best record in the league. The Philadelphia 76ers. We can't forget about Philly. And yes. then the team that started all this pace and space. The Warriors. They're back. They're back. But they're going to have to figure out a new style. So... Again, I think That's, this but, season... But they have the big to do it, right? They have Wiseman. That, that, I think they, they have the, Wiseman. We haven't but, talked... No one's talked about the fact the Warriors could just unleash Wiseman. Well, the Warriors right now, if they're going to unleash Wiseman, who you know I, I love this kid. This kid, to me, looks like he's could be an MVP caliber player in this league. But think about this. If they unleash Wiseman, that means they're going to have to run the offense through Wiseman. Think about what I just said there. That means that they would have to run the offense through Wiseman. Because it's going to be hard for Wiseman to be just a stretch five. He's going to need touches on the box. So that means that's going to take away from either Steph or Clay. So I'm not really sure how this is going to play out, right? Because Steph and Clay, you know, they're guards. So, but if Wiseman is unleashed, that means he's going to be getting touches on the box and doing a little pick and pop and a little pick and roll. He can and pass too. Like I like him being can, able to work off the block himself. But he's yeah. still a young player. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. forget he's still a young. He's still yeah. young. I know, growing pains. But I, I'm just saying, if they do play through Wiseman more, maybe that opens the door. We talked about this a little bit, or hinted at it, hinted at it when we talked about the league on the last show, but. The idea that the Warriors could say we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go young. We're gonna try to, you know, use some of the talent we have to bring in some more talent to help a young Wiseman, and they change their timeline because right now that they might not be on a championship timeline. Well, again, here are interesting questions, and we will be keeping a close eye on that because this Warriors are an interesting group. Because it's going to require for their young players to step up and play championship caliber basketball with no experience. Very difficult to do. Only the best, the very best of the best that's ever played in this league have done that. Magic, when he first came in, Tim Duncan, when he first came in, you know, you're talking that caliber player. Now we're asking Wiseman to do that literally with no college basketball experience. I think he played, what, two games, three games? Yeah, if and that, he yeah. He got hurt last year. And then we're saying, oh, let's throw him out there against AD, Giannis, KD. <laughs> Jokic. No, come on. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, like, let's be realistic here. Now, maybe he can handle that workload. I don't know. But I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bank on that one. I just want him to show me flashes that maybe in the next five years he could be there. 
that he could, he could be that player. Mm. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff, uh, BJ. Uh, anything else? We're gonna have Eric Woodyard. Uh, you know, for the for the fans at Wood! home. Gonna... <laughs> oh man, great having Wood back. You know, we're right. gonna have him on to talk about your Detroit Lions because we want to get you excited for the football season. So we're gonna do that on the next episode. Uh, BJ, is there anything else before we get out of here? Hey. Winning water, my friend. Hey, we got to make waves. Uh, this has been Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier. He is BJ Armstrong, and we will see you with Eric Woodyard next week.